This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good afternoon. I'm Greg Elliott, and this is Sport Today, a weekday sports news podcast designed to keep you on the ball. And I'm Gemma Ryan. It's Monday, the 22nd of March. In your Sport Today, Jared Hayne has been found guilty of sexual assault, and Aussie Matt Jones wins the Honda Classic. Plus, Patrick Dangerfield has been sent to the AFL Tribunal. And the Olympics have made it official. No foreign spectators. All right, let's dive in. Former NRL player Jared Hayne has this afternoon been found guilty of sexually assaulting a woman on the night of the 2018 Grand Final, but not guilty of recklessly inflicting actual bodily harm. For some background, these charges were laid back in November 2018 after an incident in the Hunter region in September from that year, where Haynes stopped by the woman's house on the way home back to Sydney from a Bucks weekend in Newcastle. In July 2019, Haynes pled not guilty to rape charges for the same incident, and in December 2020, the judge presiding over the case discharged the jury after they failed to reach a verdict, which prompted a retrial. Today's findings are part of that retrial. It started a fortnight ago and Hayne had pled not guilty. For those who don't know who Jared Hayne is, he had a long career with the Parramatta Eels in the NRL, played a number of State of Origins, and he's represented Fiji and Australia at several Rugby League World Cups. The judge today said she proposes to revoke Haynes' bail, meaning he will have to wait in custody until his sentencing, and that a jail sentence is basically inevitable. Aussie Matt Jones continued his good run at the Honda Classic in Florida over the weekend, taking out the golfing tournament with a five-shot victory. It's the first time Jones has won on the PGA Tour since 2014, and his win has seen him secure an invite to the Masters next month, Gemma. Yeah, and he was feeling pretty emotional about it too. If you're not sure who Matt Jones is, well, here's the quick take. He's been on the professional circuit for over a decade. He got his first PGA Tour win back in 2014, and he's won the Emirates Australian Open twice, one of the three Aussie majors. His win this weekend netted him a nice 1.6 mil in prize money, and he had a solid grip in it the whole time, Greg. He was in the lead the entire weekend. Now we know who to watch out for when the Masters are held, which kicks off two weeks from today, the 5th of April. And if you're wondering about the other Aussies, Adam Scott was the next best at the Honda Classic, finishing tied 14th, while Cameron Davis tied for 33rd. Another week, another concussion conversation. Geelong midfielder Patrick Dangerfield is on his way straight to the AFL Tribunal tomorrow, Gem. This is after a high impact between himself and Adelaide Crows player Jake Kelly that left Kelly with a concussion and a broken nose. Yeah, Dangerfield was charged with engaging in rough conduct and the 2016 Brownlow medalist is facing a potential several-week suspension. That's because of a rule change in 2019 that tries to prevent head clashes that could be reasonably foreseen. There's been a bit of chat about it in the last 24 hours, Greg, with former North Melbourne player David King calling on the AFL to quote-unquote get serious or stop lying to us in relation to stamping out avoidable head clashes and saying that everyone in the sport needs to go on notice. Dangerfield is facing at least three weeks on the sidelines if the Cats aren't able to successfully appeal and he'd also be out of contention for this year's Brownlow medal. This could mean the Cats face some pretty important games without him, including their one this Friday against fellow premiership contenders, the Brisbane Lions. (laughs) 
in an unusual turn for the record books. The New South Wales cricket team have achieved their lowest ever score in the Sheffield Shield on Saturday, managing only 32 runs against Tasmania. It's their fourth lowest score in the history of Australia's first class competition and only one player made it to double figures. Rough match for them, Jem. It sure was, Greg. And a big part of this was down to Tassie bowler Jackson Bird, who took a career best 7 for 18 against New South Wales. And he reached the milestone of 300 shield wickets on the fourth ball. He also managed half a century in his batting turn as well. Not a bad weekend all round for him, Greg. Yeah, I'd be pretty happy with that. And it wasn't the only record this weekend, Gem. Over in the supercars, driver Shane Van Gisbergen had a cracker couple of days at Sandown. His win sees him be the first driver since 1994 to take out the first five races of the supercar championship season. And it's a win he managed to get only two weeks after breaking his collarbone and getting surgery to install a plate and screws in it. The Bathurst 1000 champ is unbeaten so far this year, and with that kind of grit, Greg, it's not hard to see why. Yeah, not hard to see why. A lot of that was in the wet as well. Crazy. After months of speculation, it's official. Overseas spectators will not be welcome at the Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics, with officials saying the COVID-19 situation remains too challenging to allow visitors in. All tickets purchased by overseas spectators will be refunded, something around 1 million tickets, but there'd be no reimbursement of any flight or accommodation costs for anyone. Yeah, it's been rumoured for a while now, Greg, and the organisers have come out and said they came to this conclusion to try and ensure safety for athletes and the Japanese public. For a bit of background of where Japan is at with COVID, well, they're coming to the end of their third wave of coronavirus, and Tokyo and its surrounds are currently in a state of emergency, which is due to be lifted this Sunday, although there's commentary around that date being too soon, with some health experts saying infection rates are not falling quickly enough. The games are still on track for July, though. The 121-day torch relay is set to begin on Thursday in Fukushima, ending, of course, in Tokyo on July 23rd. Catch This is our daily look at the stuff people are talking about from an epic sporting moment, an obscure sport update or an event to pop in your calendar. Gemma, the police are investigating a punter who lost a bet in relation to the Sydney Roosters v West Tigers game yesterday. He sent Roosters player Josh Morris a threatening message on social media saying he'd be waiting outside the stadium for him. Several bookmakers have already suspended the individual's account. And it's all pretty topical with Storm player Josh Adokar posting a photo last week on Instagram. He was holding up a sign saying, we don't care about your multis. That's not the footy news you expect on a Monday, I've got to say. <laughs> so have you seen something on social media about college basketball in the US? It's because a video from female athlete Sedona Prince went viral. Now, college sport is a massive deal in the US, in particular a basketball tournament that's on this time of year called March Madness. Prince showed footage of the women's weight room, which was one simple, small weight rack, comparing it to the extensive facilities the men have for the tournament. We'll put a link to the clip in the episode notes. Needless to say, she wasn't happy. The governing body, the National Collegiate Athletic Association, have since admitted fault and provided a lot more equipment. It appears to be part of a broader issue of equality in the sport, as there's still plenty of discussion happening. That's all from us here at Sport Today. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you tomorrow.